The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody, on a Friday. Hope you have good plans for the weekend. Maybe some high school football or Utah State football are in your plans. High school football Friday night. Got games going on all over the place. Some teams are at home. Others are on the road. Green Canyon, Bear River, and Ridgeline have home games tonight. Skyview's at Stansbury. Logan is at Provo. And Mountain Crest is at Salem Hills. We've been going through and uh, getting some previews from the play-by-play guys who call the games for these various teams this upcoming season. And we've talked to uh, the guys that do Skyview, Ridgeline, Logan, and Bear River. Coming up uh, this hour, we'll cover Green Canyon and Mountain Crest. We'll also talk about uh, how you can win free stuff just for trying to pick who might win games in high school football this season. Reminder, you can go find the link for the uh, the Prep Pick'em Contest on 1069thefan.com. If you participated in our contest, something similar in the spring, you, should, you can be able to use your same login and password. If you didn't do that, that's fine. You can still register to win. And uh, for this week, we're giving away a gift certificate to Locker 42. So, you know, it, Opportunities to win are pretty high right now. Not a big field of people that are there because our, our website was a little late getting live, but it's live now, and you can go register, select who you think is going to win the various games on tap tonight, and you could come away with some free stuff from Locker 42. So go check that out right now. Go log in, log in make your selections, and uh, early well, sometime this weekend we will announce uh, who that winner is. And feel free to check back on CashValleyDaily.com through the weekend as well. We'll be doing updated scores and standings for the high school games uh, throughout the area. So uh, keep an eye on that because in doing so, that could affect the, the picks that you make uh, down the line. But the Prep Pick'em Contest is powered by Locker42. It's presented to us uh, from them, and it's great to be giving away prizes throughout this contest. I know there's also prizes from other great sponsors that we'll be talking about as we go week to week. But uh, if you win a given week, then you're entered to win a, a 65-inch 4K TV from Lens Audio and Video. So really cool prizes that we're going to be handing out throughout the next couple of months, uh, courtesy of all these great sponsors. So go check that out. Go sign up right now and uh, make your selections known so we're following all the teams in Region 11. We're including Box Elder in that mix. And then when the Idaho schools get going, we're following them as well. So that would include Malad, Westside, Preston, Bear Lake. We're also going to follow Rich High School through the season. So that'll be a lot of fun. Keep an eye on all these different teams, high school teams in our broadcast areas. And so uh, keep an eye on that. Go on and register. The link to register for that is on our website 1069thefan.com. We're going to continue to find out more about high school football tonight on a Friday night. And I would love to get some more reactions to our Friday's five best. Uh, I've I've already hit a couple people hitting me up saying Luke Falk needs to be on my list. Jake Caressa 
needs to be uh, on that list. And uh, Jake Caressa was on Ajay's list, and uh, he he wasn't on mine. Luke Falk is on my honorable mention, uh, and the, so those are some good feedbacks uh, that we're we're getting in on this, and that's the the whole intent of this uh, Friday uh, five best that we're throwing out there. Uh, but for me, my five best, the five best high school football players from Cache Valley since 2000. For me, number five was Ryan Zimmerman. Number four is Bryce Mortensen. Number three, Alex Caressa. Uh, number two, DJ Nelson. And number one, Riley Nelson. Ajay's list, pretty similar, though uh, slightly different in some of the people that he included in his list. Uh, that uh, was uh, Jake uh, Caressa, uh, Riley Nelson, um, and uh, yeah, Alex Caressa was actually number five. Excuse me. Alex Caressa was number f- number five for, for Ajay. Uh, number four is Riley Nelson. Number three is Jake Caressa. Number two is Ryan Bohm. And number one was Ryan Zimmerman for uh, Ajay's five best, uh, five best high school football players since 2000. So, Love to get your feedback continuing. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at E. Franson. I've got my list there. Ajay has his on uh, at Ajay Salvi. And, uh, yeah, good good thought process, though, to think back and go through the record books and think back about some of the, the players that were impact players in the uh, high school ranks here in the, in the Cache Valley. At one point, it was called Region 5. At one point, it was Region 12, currently known as Region 11. And... Uh, Maybe in the future, you look back and some of the players involved right now, will they be on a future list on a five best? I think there's one or two that definitely come to mind that could be there. But uh, anyway, that's that's my five best. And uh, love, the, love the feedback that we're getting. A good reminder about some of the other players that really stood out. Uh, but we're also looking at uh, what's going on for high school football. We've gotten the previews for Ridgeline, Skyview, Logan, and Bear River will continue on and hear about uh, Green Canyon Wolves and also the uh, the Mountain Crest Mustangs. Interesting changes going on for both of those teams. Uh, we'll introduce you to who's calling the play-by-play for those schools and how you can follow along. Also, a little bit later on in the show, we'll look at uh, some Team USA news, some, some stuff that's kind of new just today as the team gets ready to take on Spain in an exhibition game later on this evening in Anaheim. So we'll get into that and and uh, what Utah State football has on tap for them this weekend. Great opportunity for fans to get really their last public look what this team might look like before they face Wake Forest at the end of this month. So we'll, all that is on tap on the schedule for the Full Court Press a little bit later on this hour. But first, we'll continue on our discussions, uh, finding out more about these high school football teams that are in action tonight. Green Canyon Wolves, they're at home tonight. And uh, we'll preview what their season will look like with my good friend Craig Hislop, followed by the new voice of the Mountain Crest Mustangs, A.J. Knight. Let's now find out a little bit more about the Green Canyon Wolves. Wolves are one of the few teams in Region 11 that haven't had a coaching change, it seems like. A lot of uh, moving chairs in the region. But uh, Craig Hislop, he's been calling the games for Green Canyon for us for a couple of years now. And uh, he joins me now uh, before the games. I'm catching him earlier in the day because uh, that's when I can catch Craig. But uh, but uh, 
Craig, thanks for joining us, and, and tell me a little bit more about these uh, these Green Canyon wolves. Well, before we do that, actually, something I've been doing with everybody I'm talking to. How long have you been calling these high school games? Well, um, gee, I was working. We did some Skyview games earlier before I got assigned to Green Canyon. I, you know what? My very first broadcasting assignment was in Skyview, but this was when you weren't born, and your dad probably wasn't even born. I'm, ex- I'm exaggerating <laughs> wow, that's, there. That's really going back away. But it was 1968. I was in college. That was my first year of broadcasting. I've been doing this for 50 years, either in the colleges or in uh, the high schools. And so it's been on and off for high schools until recently, working on those Skyview games. I, I don't know. I haven't even added it up. I know this is the third year for Green Canyon, co- working with Coach Ander. Right, this is his third season, his yeah. third year of existence for this school. And with a, we, we've seen this. When some new schools open, there's... They're trying to figure out rosters. They're trying to figure out underclassmen. Uh, trying to figure themselves out. This is a team with Green Canyon where maybe they're a little young and uh, inexperienced for the first couple of years. This is they're coming into a season now where they're getting more experience. They're getting more guys that have been in the system. Uh, what's it looking like for them coming into this 2019? Season? Well, I always start with the quarterback, and Joe Dygert, the quarterback from last year, is not um, is not there. I, I think he's just chosen not to play football. Somebody told me he had transferred to Skyview. That's not true. He's still going to school at the Green Canyon. So they're going to go with a guy that's been around the program. It's just that he hasn't. Well, he did play some quarterback last year, Jake Lundeen. And the scrimmage last week, I thought he looked really good, especially throwing the ball. He can run. We We know that. But the ball was just kind of flying out of there and usually finding receivers, and they're going to have to do both to succeed. But I think to start with, and even Coach Ander told us earlier, we're probably going to be like 60-40 run versus pass, and the guy that will run the ball is Dustin Gassaway. His brother had way over 1,000 yards last year. I don't know if he's as big as his brother. He's, He's a power runner. And then they're going to have Brendan Dean running the ball. He's a little shifty and a little quick. And then they've got receivers, some of whom have played um, out on the wings there. Ty Spencer and uh, Tanner Watson and Jackson Curtis. And Jason, Jacob Regan is one of their good players because he plays both ways. And um, he'll be as one of their defensive ends. I'm just jumping over to defense. They play a 3-3-5. Three, three, they've got three down linemen, three linebackers, and defensive backs everywhere. And this is not a big defense. It's a uh, fast defense, and they're going to try to create chaos, uh, well, certainly against uh, Tooele tonight. So I understand that uh, Coach Ander has made some interesting changes with the defensive line, that there are going more of a wrestling technique, maybe smaller guys on the defensive front going for speed rather than bulk and strength. Yeah, and they're going to face an offensive line from Tooele that is huge. I mean, they've got a couple of guys, 300 pounds. And Travis Whiting here, who, I don't know, he might weigh 150, 160, is the <laughs> Green Canyon nose guard. Uh, Jacob Regan, I just mentioned his name. He's not huge, but a defensive end, he's really quick. And the same is true of Case and Krebs, who played last year at the defensive end. And then these guys, that all three of these guys were starters last year at linebacker. Caden Peterson, Tristan Reese and Carter White, and they've got two or three guys like Gage Norton and Jason Merrill and uh, Garrison Herzog that uh, in the backfield started. 
So they've got some experience on the defensive side, and they're going to just, as I said, just create chaos, run around and uh, come from where you don't think they're coming, and hopefully it happens quickly and causes some uh, problems for the offense. As you look at Green Canyon and the teams that they're going to be facing before they get into Region 11 play, how do you see that, that landscape? How well do they, do they succeed in that? Learning about uh, Tooele the last couple of days, I'm a little worried about this. They're just so much bigger, and maybe that doesn't matter. But Tooele is uh, with a new coach, Andrew Jones, who's a guy that came up playing for and then coaching under Freddie Fernandez. Freddie's a guy who's one of my favorites because he played at Utah State when I was doing the games, and he's had a terrific run at Roy High School, and I think he teaches his assistants how to coach. This guy's been at Leighton Christian for a couple of years, Andrew Jones. So I think they're, they're going to be a problem tonight. This, I hope, I, I'm counting on a really good game. The other game we're going to do is next week, and that's down in Ogden at Bonneville. And right now I don't know much about them, but uh, it's another challenge as you get ready. And you know what? Green Canyon is playing a non-league game the last game of the year. I think it's Woods Cross. Right. I don't have the schedule in front of me. Yeah. That's another one you think about. But by then, the region's over. Uh. Once again, uh, Craig Hislop calling the play-by-play for the Green Canyon Wolves. You can hear those broadcasts on 100.9 FM in Cache County. And if you want to, it's also be streamed live uh, on your tablet, your desktop, your smartphone. Just go to CacheValleyDaily.com. You can find the links there under high school sports. And Craig, this is a, a team that you said has got a lot of offense or a lot of experience at key positions defensively. And is Craig Gander, uh, is he changing things up much where uh, the, his approach, because he's been, he had a lot of success at Skyview. He's been at Green Canyon for a few seasons now. Have you noticed, has he approached things any differently this year than what you've seen maybe in years past when you've talked to him? On offense? Right, yes. Yeah, he, and you know, he, he calls the plays. He has an offensive coordinator. He calls it a spread, this year, he's got a lot of wide receivers all over the place. It's it's kind of it's 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 planning to throw, and uh, probably having to run a lot. And I know what he likes to do. He's he's an offensive coach. He's come up doing offense, and then has a coordinator take over the defense. So I, I'm I'm kind of counting on that. There's probably some players that uh, haven't played before that might be catching passes. And uh, he, he likes to do that and then maybe through that, having success and spreading things out to get a runner or two through a, a crease up the field. And uh, that's what they're hoping to do. Last question. I forgot to ask this of you earlier. Just to, we, you, You've already given us kind of your profile and the, all the experience that you have calling games on the high school level or collegiate level. Uh, but I forgot to ask you about your broadcast partner. Who's going to be with you in the booth this year? I don't know. Do we, have you assigned anybody? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's an old friend of ours, John Russell, and I'm really looking forward to John doing this. Uh, we used to do a show together years ago. It was the uh, call-in show after the Aggie games when uh, Coach Morrill was around, and that's how I got to know him. And he just loves doing it, loves to be around our, our broadcast uh, building here, and so we're going to give him another thing to do spread into the uh, into the fall and sit there and after the play he'll tell us what just happened because he's the analyst <laughs> that's what he's supposed to be right yeah <laughs>
Well, Craig, thanks so much for uh, popping on with me uh, and uh, letting us know a little bit more about Green Canyon and their upcoming season. Uh, again, folks can listen and follow along on 100.9 FM, and we have links to listen live wherever you might be on cashvalleydaily.com. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Good luck Eric. with your broadcast. Thank and you. Good luck to the Wolves. Thanks. Our last stop on our high school sports roundup on a high school football preview night here on the Full Court Press. Find out about the Mountain Crest Mustangs. A.J. Knight called the games for the basketball team last year. Yes. He transitioned to football, so thank you for joining me today. Yeah, happy to be here. Let's find out a little bit more about the Mustangs. Before we do that, though, let's for those who maybe didn't catch you too much during the basketball season, quick introduction. Uh, who you are, your experience calling games, and who's going to be on with you for this? Uh, this oh, football I've always season. wanted to do it. I, uh, it's just, it's kind of a hard. Sports is super popular. Obviously, we're on full court press, so everybody wants to do it. And so last year was my first chance to get to do it. Um, I did color for football. I was with Green Canyon last year, and then I did play by play for basketball, and it was, it was a lot of fun. It's, it's if you love sports, it's a ton of fun because it's really. I'm just watching the game and telling you what I see. And so why would I not love doing that? Because I was going to watch the game anyway. Um, and so I'm super excited. I'm a little nervous to do play-by-play for football. It's a little bit more uh, detailed and intricate, I think, a little bit. But I'll have Ajay with me, and Ajay's a pro. So um, I'm excited to do that. And he's, of course, a Mountain Crest grad. So that means, one, I think we'll have some good insight. But, two, got to be careful what I say. But, no, I think it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> Especially, I think Mountain Crest is going to be good, and that's always going to be a lot more fun. Uh, yeah, AJ's always going to keep you on your toes. For oh, that's for sure. Uh, just remember, you have control of his microphone. Just that is true. I am. Word, I am word Mike the wise. Yeah. yeah. Good call. So the Mountain Crest Mustangs. This looks like a team that uh, kind of surprised some people last year. Maybe there were some. I don't know if the expectations were warranted or not, but people were not really expecting a lot out of the Mustangs, and then they kind of surpassed a lot of people's expectations. And there were a lot of underclassmen that played some big roles. They looked really good. A lot of those guys are coming back. Yeah. And the strength of what they were last year was this great defense. Could yes. they generate enough offense to stay in enough games? A lot of that's coming back, and there's looks like there's some more talent on the offensive side. Looks like this could be a very balanced football team. I, I think they have a chance to win region. I think they have a chance. They they lost to Orem last year in the playoffs who won state in 4A, and they gave them their closest game in the bracket, so that – uh, I think it's a good sign, but no, defense, 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 defense. All 11 guys returning saw significant minutes last year. They brought back all four linebackers, a four-year safety. Uh, their defense is probably going to be better than it was last year, and it was pretty darn good last year. Um, offense can be a question. Offense, like you said, struggled. They, I think they seemed to figure out a couple things late, and that really surprised people. They're scoring 40 points out of nowhere. Uh, remember the Green Canyon team? I thought that was going to be a good matchup, and then they killed them 42-49-0 or something like that. Um, but offense is going to be where it's at. They they didn't throw, I think, more than 100 yards except in four games last year. So quarterback, new starter, that's going to be um, a position that you're going to want to watch. And I think that's going to determine are they going to have a good season or a great season is the quarterback. They're going to have a great stable running backs, I think, just talking to Ajay about it uh, not that long ago. I think they have a three-headed attack that all do a little something a little bit different. Good offensive line. They're gonna be physical. You're gonna be. It's gonna be a black and blue game every week with Mountain Crest. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so this uh, the you know what the quarterback situation looks like, and uh, the there's a lot of teams quarterback. It depends if they really are run heavy. The quarterback's just there to hand it off. But sometimes the quarterback plays a very significant role. What what does it, the offense look like for Mountain Crest? 
I think it's a, it's going to be, um, you know, when you picture kind of an old football offense, a lot of run, a lot of play action. I don't think they're going to ask their quarterback to make too many tough decisions. Um, you know, they they had a little bit of competition in camp. We're going to see how that shakes out when we get this first game going. But I think the quarterback will be a little bit of a threat with his legs and just be expected not to turn the ball over and maybe pick up a third down here or there. So I, I think the situation, if you're a quarterback, I think is pretty simple. You're going to have a good run game, good defense. There ought to be plenty of short fields. And so can you just make a couple plays here or there to keep other defenses honest? Yeah, they got a great group of linebackers coming back. All four back. All four, I think, uh, 40 tackles and five sacks at least last year. Wow. Yeah. Four-year safety back. They had a good defensive uh, tackle back. They're they're loaded defensively. I, I was just reading uh, some of the coach's comments preseason, and he said, I think they're going to go about nine deep on the defensive line. Wow, the yeah, defensive line. About nine deep. So you're playing Mountain Crest. It's it, it going to be a rough it's day, be a physical. I think, on, physical. on the offensive side for you. A uh, reminder, we're talking to A.J. Knight. He's calling the play-by-play for the Mountain Crest Mustangs this year. You can hear those games on 107.7 FM. They'll be streaming online as well. You can find links to stream all the high school games on CashValleyDaily.com. Just go to the sports section in the menu, and then you'll see a link for prep sports and the the local high school football schedules, and that's where you can find the links to all these uh, broadcasts that we're going to be doing. So when you look at Mountain Crest's schedule, before they get into region play, what do you see there with some of the teams that they'll have to go through before they start Region 11? Um, I think they have some... so. They definitely got a favorable, I think, schedule overall. They got Salem um, Hills first, far road game. But overall, they non-conference or non-region, um, pretty simply, a lot of home games. Uh, they got a tough one. I know they played Wasatch and Salem Hills last year. They built, beat Salem Hills. I think Wasatch handled them pretty good. So those are two tough ones out of the gate. And then um, region, it's kind of interesting. Everyone knows about Skyview, right? Green Canyon. I, I Being on the Green Canyon team last year, I thought, was going to be a challenge, and then they had some quarterback issues, so now they're kind of back trying to figure some things out. But um, I think they have a tough beginning, and I think they, if they get off to a hot start, this could run all the way down to them in Skyview. Maybe, maybe one loss wins the region because I think they're going to be that good. Well, and it's a really different year, with, and hard to know what to expect with this new RPI stuff that's right. going on, coaching changes in the league. But that, uh, yeah, with all the shuffles here, just in the valley, with yeah. one coach moving there and that coach moves over to yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's stability at Mountain Crest. There wasn't yes. a change there. Yeah, fourth year, uh, fourth year for the coach. So I, I, I think they're good. I, I'm trying not to overhype because it's early. And I don't want to jinx them because I did that to a game last year to Green Canyon. But I think the defense is legit. They have a really good stable of running backs and offensive linemen. I think they will. I think when you can play good defense and run the ball, you're going to be able to control the clock and keep themselves in most games. And if the quarterback can just get a little bit better each week, they get a couple tough tests early, then I think they're really going to be a threat to make a run in the playoffs. Well, uh, good luck to you on your broadcast. Thank you. Best of luck in trying to handle AJ. Thank you. Next to you in the booth. I might have a. I might be coming back to you for a couple pointers on that one. <laughs> at least here in the studio, I have a buffer. Yeah. When you're at a high school broadcast game or doing a broadcast of a high school game, there's like he's right on your hip. He's right so. there. Yeah, no, he's uh, he'll literally be my right hand man. But I guess he's more in striking distance. So yeah, that's a good point too. As opposed to across that the advantage. studio. That's right. All right, AJ and AJ. That's we're gonna have fun saying that yep. every night. But uh, best of luck to you guys again on one hundred seven point seven FM. 
in Cache County, streaming online. You can find the links on CacheValleyDaily.com. And uh, best of luck to the broadcast this year. Thank you. Good luck to the Mustangs. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, I think you're going to have a, a lot of fun calling those games. It's gonna I think be so, team. too. Uh, and we'll see. That should be an interesting pairing. AJ and AJ <laughs> calling the games for the Mountain Crest Mustangs. So, uh, anyway, stay tuned for that. All those games get underway uh, tonight. So, uh, again, this is the, the quick rundown of who's playing where. We'll get into that. On the other side of this timeout, we'll get into how you can follow along and uh, how you can get some uh, opportunities to, to win stuff. And uh, see, with, the, with your knowledge of high school football, with what's going on, there's news today about Team USA. We'll get into that as well. It's all coming up next. Here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson with you on a Friday. Thanks for tuning in here on 106.9 The Fan, 1390 AM as well. We have Skyview football coming up in oh, about an hour, hour and a half from now. Skyview on the road tonight. They are at Stansbury. And uh, John Newbold will be on the call with Rex Davis. Full play-by-play. I think their pregame coverage, if I'm not mistaken, they like to start at about 645. We'll have that here. And uh, the other games to keep note of, uh, Green Canyon, they're at home tonight hosting Tooele. That'll be on 100.9 FM. Bear River's at home tonight. They're hosting Juan Diego. That's on 104.9. Tommy Sorensen and Logan Jones on the call there. By the way, Green Canyon, Craig Hislop, and John Russell will be calling the play-by-play for the Wolves. Logan, they're down in Provo tonight. They're one of two teams from here down in Utah County. Al Lewis on the call there on 610 AM, 102.1 FM, KVNU. Broadcast legend, calling the Logan High Grizzlies again. As we mentioned, Mountain Crest, they're down in Utah County as well. They're taking on Salem Hills. That'll be on 107.7 FM tonight, called uh, by uh, A.J. Knight and A.J. Salveson. And then the other game that's home tonight, Home game tonight here in Cache Valley. That's Ridgeline Riverhawks hosting Pineview. That'll be a really tough challenge. Pineview is a good club, but uh, Coach Van Leeuwen and uh, this this uh, Ridgeline team trying to figure themselves out. And it'll be on one hundred four point five FM. Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger on the call there. Full schedule, links to listen live, all available on CacheValleyDaily.com. Just go to the menu under Sports and uh, scroll over to where it says. Uh, local prep sports, and that's where you see the link for the local high school football schedule. And you'll see the full schedule for each team, the radio stations that are carrying those games, and links to uh, listen live if you don't have a radio uh, nearby where you're at. Uh, Also, the five best, it's creating some interesting conversation online on on Twitter. Uh, I put out my five best uh, high school football players from Cache Valley since 2000. 
Uh, Ryan Zimmerman at number five, Bryce Mortensen number four, Alex Caressa number three, DJ Nelson at number two, and then Riley Nelson number one. Uh, I didn't include Jake Caressa, and I'm getting some grief for that. I didn't include Luke Falk, getting grief for that as well. Um, certainly deserving and worth mentioning. Uh, the uh, both are on my honorable mention list. Uh, Ajay, he did include uh, uh, Jake Caressa uh, on his uh, five best. You can see that on uh, on Twitter. He's at Ajay Salvi, and uh, love love the interaction, love the discussion. What's going on? Uh, one uh, did did have somebody point out, say, "Hey, you left Chris Cooley off the list. He graduated in 2000." Well. He may have graduated in 2000, but that would have meant that his senior season of playing football was in 1999, which was beyond our cutoff point. Because believe me, we talked a lot about Chris Cooley, uh, but we we said it at 2000 was the, the from 2000 until this last this last season in 2018. But uh, interesting thought discussion to be having. Uh, there is some news about Team USA. They are getting ready for an exhibition game tonight against Spain. Uh, we've heard a lot and talked a lot about uh, Donovan Mitchell and his role with this team as he continues to impress a lot of people and how well he's doing and his leadership style. Darren Fox is another one who's impressed uh, the coaches and executives who have been paying attention to these practices and scrimmages. It's a really interesting roster that have been put together it was 15 guys. It's been whittled down to 15 guys fighting for 12 roster spots. Well, that competition just got a little bit slimmer because Houston Rockets forward P.J. Tucker has withdrawn his name from consideration. Uh, he's tweaked his ankle a few times. That, that's why. He twisted it a couple of days ago, uh, thought he'd be okay, then he twisted it again in, in practice. Um, and so he, the, the team is, they're about to get on a plane tomorrow to head to Australia to do some more practices and another exhibition before they head off to, uh, ultimately to China to participate in the FIBA world cup. And he said, he just felt like he needed to make sure he was healthy by training camp. So he's pulling his name out of the running and, uh, says, I don't want to, his quote is, I didn't want to be hobbling and then come back injured in camp. It just made sense. Uh, that's what he told a, a television station in Houston. Uh, he was the oldest player on this group for this FIBA World Cup. So they do have an exhibition game tonight. They take on Spain. Uh, that game is in Anaheim. And uh, it's uh, it starts about 7 o'clock tonight. Um, but uh, then they, they travel to Australia. They practice there for a couple of days on August 22nd, they have another exhibition versus Australia. Interestingly interestingly enough, that'll be at Marvel Stadium there in Melbourne. Uh, Then they have another exhibition a few days later uh, versus Australia again. Then they, a few days after that, they'll play Canada. Uh, So a couple of different games that they're going to have over a couple of days. And then they travel to Shanghai. And they'll be in China where the uh, World Cup begins September 1st versus the Czech Republic in Shanghai, China. So got a couple different exhibition games that they're going to do in Australia. Uh, get some uh, get some practices, some real live game going on. 
but they do have a game tonight uh, against uh, Spain. Spain has been a very good p- club in international play. A lot of NBA players uh, will be representing Spain uh, coming up th- tonight and into the FIBA World Cup. So that'll be a very good test, very early test for Team USA and how well they're doing, uh, and especially for their big guys. So uh, really interesting to see what this team does with this exhibition a little bit later on tonight. Uh, so coming up next, we'll get into more details about what's on the line for Team USA, what their schedule looks like. And uh, again, another reminder to hop on and join us in our Preps Pick'em Contest with uh, brought to you by or presented by the Logo Shop. And uh, the, you get in there and you, you pick the teams you think are going to win tonight, and you can win a prize from Locker 42. Uh, but if you don't get in or you're having issues, you don't get it registered tonight, you can still register the following week and still qualify to win our grand prize, which will be a 65-inch 4K TV courtesy of Lynn's Audio and Video. So uh, really cool opportunities to win some great prizes, have some fun following high school football. And uh, we have the link on 1069thefan.com. And if you're having any issues, we apologize. Keep trying. They should be uh, resolved here soon. But we'd love to have you participate and uh, yeah, and give some prizes away. It's always fun. So we'll get into more of that and also what's on tap through the weekend. NFL exhibition games or preseason games continuing as well. Lots of different things to discuss, to follow along, to watch. Utah State football also has a scrimmage coming up this weekend a great chance to see this team, really your last chance to see this team before they face off against Wake Forest. We'll discuss that next after this timeout here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson with you on a Friday. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. Got high school football on the mind. Games start tonight. Pre-game coverages will start at 645 on a lot of our different radio stations carrying these games. Right here on 106.9 The Fan, we will have the Skyview Bobcats. John Newbold on the call there. Other football on the mind. The NFL, they've got some more preseason games underway. Second quarter just getting started between the Bills and the Panthers. Bills have the early 10-0 lead. Josh Allen, not too bad. 9 for 11, 102 yards so far. Uh, Bears and Giants, no score yet there. It's early in the first quarter. Also early in the game for the Dolphins at the Buccaneers. So those are the games on tap tonight in the NFL. Couple games going on tomorrow that you can choose from. Quite a few, actually. Browns are at the Colts. That's on the NFL Network. That's at two o'clock. Uh, Patriots are at the Titans. Chiefs are at the Steelers Saturday. That's at five thirty on NFL Network. Lions are at the Texans. Cowboys are at the Rams. That's the, the uh, evening game on NFL Network on Saturday. That'll be a really interesting one. Cowboys and Rams. And then on Sunday, a couple different games to choose from. And different choices, uh, broadcast choices, to follow along as well. Saints are at the Chargers. That'll be at 2 o'clock on CBS. Seahawks are at the Vikings, 6 o'clock on Fox. And the 49ers are at the Broncos. That'll be 6 o'clock on, actually, that'll be on Monday on ESPN. 
Um, not a lot of details that we can reveal just yet, but uh, I think it's safe enough for me to tease the fact that there's something pretty, really exciting that is coming soon here on 106.9 The Fan, that if you're a fan of football, especially professional football, you're going to enjoy. And so anyway, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, some exciting new changes and new additions may be coming down the pipe for the fan here before too long. So stay tuned for that. As soon as we uh, get a few things, make sure our, our T's are, are crossed, our I's are dotted. We'll be able to talk in more details about that, but it's coming. We know it's coming. So really exciting stuff, uh, additions that we'll be able to add to our list. Uh, another reminder, too, that Utah State football, they have their exhibition preseason uh, <laughs> preseason exhibition. Oh, it's all floating in my mind. It's actually a scrimmage that they'll be doing tomorrow, and that'll start at 5 o'clock. Now, for the real junkies for Utah State Athletics, show up even earlier than that. Now, doors and gates open at the field in the stadium at 4 o'clock, but if you really want to get more details about what's going on and what's on the horizon for Utah State Athletics, show up at 2.30. That's when they're going to be doing, uh, John Hartwell will be doing his State of the Aggies address Always um, interesting to see kind of the things that are being worked on, uh, accomplishments recently uh, of the athletic department, what still needs to be done, and uh, what's on the horizon. So that'll be at 2.30 in the West Stadium Center there on the west side of the, uh, of the stadium. Uh, so that's at 2.30. The festivities begin for the Football Family Fun Day at 4, and the scrimmage begins at 5.00. And what's really cool is it's totally free. Uh, there will be concessions uh, available that maybe you, you may have to purchase if you want. Uh, but a lot of other fun activities that you can do that won't cost you anything. And then when the game and scrimmage is concluded, great opportunity for kids, families, uh, fans, anybody to go down onto the field, run around on the turf, uh, stand next to some of those giant football players, get their autographs, shake their hands. Really, really well done every year. The players are always so gracious to uh, to, to do that, make themselves available. Uh, and so beyond beyond all the festivities and that fun stuff that comes around it, uh, really intriguing to see what this team is going to look like because it's a new coaching staff. Uh, it, it's a it's a not really dramatic changes on offense that we don't think, but there could be some interesting wrinkles that we haven't seen before. And this the defense is going to be really interesting as well to keep an eye on, to see how Coach Anderson, Coach Enna, how they like to run things. There's some real questions about some depth at key positions. You'll be able to see some of those other uh, units get some time. How do they look on the field? How well do they read different situations? What does that offensive line look like for USU? That's a great big question mark sitting over that entire football team. And so what's the secondary look like? What's the second unit look like for the linebackers? A lot of depth at the defensive line, but what about some of those other key positions? So really looking forward to the Utah State scrimmage coming up on on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Once again, it is totally free, totally open to the public, and it's a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon and uh, the reminder, that's your last chance to go in and watch this team 
before they travel to Wake Forest to take on uh, the Demon Deacons. So uh, we'll have uh, live mics there um, to uh, record what happens uh, afterwards, and uh, we'll share that with you when we were back on the air next Monday and to get reactions to what uh, Coach Gary Anderson said. Gary Anderson had to say, some of the other players that, that stood out, and to get their thoughts about how things are progressing so far with camp and as they're starting to do more and more game preparations for this upcoming season. Uh, they've been doing game preps for a little while now, introducing different sets to prepare for their opponents and uh, some unique things that they can do to attack that a little bit. Uh, and this is also the time in these closed practices where they work on unique systems that they won't normally see during the during the year, like Air Force. So some of the things they do right now will really help them later on in the fall when they have a short week to prepare for a very unique, very different system that they won't uh, see before or after. So that's a really critical time. And Gary Anderson feeling pretty good about his team and how ahead they are and being able to settle who they are and start to prepare on their opponents. So uh, the scrimmage is fun for the fans. They like to try to do some things for the fans at that. Uh, so, uh, But it's also a great opportunity, too, to get an idea what the depth chart's going to be looking like for, for Utah State football. So once again, doors, gates open at 4, and the festivities begin in, at about that time shortly after. And then the uh, scrimmage begins at 5, and that'll go for about an hour, hour and a half from uh, what we've been told. So go check that out, have some fun, and uh, get to, then get down on the field and shake hands and get autographs with those Utah State football players. All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, again, some reminders about what else is going on this weekend, things to watch for on a Friday, and uh, continue to get some more interesting feedback uh, about our five best. Uh, I think this has been uh, one of the more interesting a back and forth that we've had on our five best. We've had some interesting five bests before, but this topic has uh, elicited more reaction than some of our others. So it's kind of fun to see how people are reacting. If you have a reaction, you give you love to hear what your five best. Who are your five best uh, high school football players since 2000 that came out of Cache Valley? So uh, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at e Franson. Or you can do it with uh, AJ. He's at AJ Salvi. That's A J A S A L V Y. So, a great way to get some feedback and interaction of what you think were some of the best, or who you think that some of the best of high school football players have been over the last 19 years or so that came out of Cash Valley. So, we'll talk about that again and uh, some of the other things to watch for this weekend coming up next here on the Full Court Press 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you on a Friday. Sure appreciate Dave Simmons, Tommy Sorensen, Al Lewis, Craig Hislop, A.J. Knight, John Newbold. All joined me earlier on in the show to give us some previews of what's going on with high school football as they begin their seasons tonight. Again, Bear River is hosting Juan Diego. You can hear that on 104.9 FM. Skyview is at Stansbury. 
You can hear that right here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming online, 1069thefan.com. Green Canyon is hosting Tooele tonight. That's on 100.9 FM. Logan is at Provo, 610 AM, 102.1 FM. Ridgeline is hosting Pineview tonight. That'll be on 104.5 FM. And then Mountain Crest is on the road. They're at Salem Hills tonight, 107.7 FM. And because of that game, because of the travel involved, we didn't have AJ, or excuse me, AJ. Uh, we heard from AJ earlier, but yes, no AJ tonight. He was He's traveling down to Salem Hills. What a drive for him. So check back on cashvalleydaily.com later tonight. We'll have a full scoreboard of who did well, what the scores were on these different teams. And uh, again, go to our uh, prep pick'em to see what's going on with our uh, different teams and uh, what uh, you you picking when who's going to win. And if you pick the right uh, the selection of winners, you could win a prize. So that'll be going on throughout the next several weeks. If it's not really working tonight, uh, we apologize for that. We've noticed a few kinks along the way about the clocks on when, because there's a certain cutoff time when you can register. And we're afraid that there may have been a, an Eastern time zone uh, connection there that uh, may have locked people out prematurely before they could uh, make their own picks. But uh, So for that, we apologize. But that doesn't mean you will still have chances to win great prizes as we continue to do this. It's a great contest brought to us and presented by Locker42. Uh, last thing, just a reminder, Team USA taking on Spain uh, tonight. That game is in Anaheim, at, and uh, we'll be seeing what uh, Donovan Mitchell can do uh, with that. Uh, interesting article in the New York Times that came out this morning saying the headline is, for Donovan Mitchell, USA basketball is summer school. He's top of the class. Great article at Insight. They talked to Quinn Snyder. They've talked to Greg Popovich and uh, just observed his his growth and his role with this team. And again, news today that P.J. Tucker has uh, pulled his name out of consideration. He's rolled his ankle a few times, and he just wants to make sure he's healthy by training camp. So it's down to 14 guys trying to get to those 12 spots. I don't think we have to be worried about Donovan Mitchell making the roster. So anyways, check in with us again on Monday. We'll have recaps of the USU football scrimmage that will be taking place Saturday at 5 o'clock on Merlin Olsen Field and recaps of what happened in the first week of high school football. Have a great weekend, everybody.